Does your business spend $500 a month or more on gas and electric bills? Did you know by making a simple free phone call, you can save up to 25% on your bill every month? What could you do with a 25% savings on utility bills every month? Energy deregulation is now available in your state. Making one simple phone call will show you how we can lower your gas and electric bills instantly. With no changes to your bill and no enrollment fee. This is a free service. The only thing you'll notice is a lower bill every month. Call U.S. Power & Light right now. Learn how easy it is to lower your utility bills for your business and save money. We promise. So if you spend over $500 a month on your gas and electric bills, please call right now and unleash your savings. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. That's 800-941-3381. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with the East Turks Unit and my friend, Cow Hunter. What? I, I thought I'd do something different. Different voice. Did you like that? Because it's getting close to Halloween, Cal. I'm talking to our producer to make sure, because he, he, you know, he checks out to make sure we do things right. But I was figuring it's getting close to Halloween. And, and isn't Halloween this Sunday? Uh, no. Well, it's a week la- from last Sunday. Sunday of the month, yes. Okay, so we're going to have Halloween. Let's do something. What do you want to do? Next Saturday, guys. Let's, well, I, I think we did. What a, should we do? We did a spooktacular case or no case last year. Okay. And what should we do though? That's we may so have one of those. Yeah. All I'm going to say is whatever we do should not involve in any way, shape, or form. And I'm looking at you, Dirks. Glitter. <laughs> that's right. Because there was something we did like three years ago, and I still see glitter. In- yeah, it wasn't three years ago. It was four years ago. It was Christmas, and I brought in packages that's for everybody right. that was wrapped with the glitter, um, oh. yes. the the ribbon that had glitter in it. What do you? I'll tell you what. Eight five five Law Radio. Eight five 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 two nine seven two three four. Next Saturday, other than is there anything you think we should do special? For our show, other than just the normal case or no case, we're, we're going to have some Halloween case or no cases, and we're going to have a few Halloween uh, legal lawsuits. I think we should look up, do a research on the latest or the interesting Halloween lawsuits. I bet if we look stuff like that up, we'll find some interesting, over the past 10, 15 years, Halloween lawsuits. Well, don't look too carefully. You'll take all my case or no cases now. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Maybe we should wait. No, help yourself. But I'll care. look. And so I think that's what we should do. We could do that. Remember, we're talking about uh, general topics of law. We're not giving legal advice. Look, uh, seek local counsel or counsel that's not local but uh, or not loco. Um, yeah. And then remember, uh, go to our website, www.radiolawtalk.com. And if somehow... Something happens to the radio station that you're listening to. You can go listen live at radiolawtalk.com. Click on the live button, and you can listen to our show. And then we have podcasts, right, Denise? Um, Denise takes the notes, and we have people that go in there and fill out the paperwork and put us on podcasts all over. We're on 
Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on um, um, iHeart, iHeart. We're on lots of local radio stations too. So local to where you're listening, they sometimes put the podcasts on from week yes, to week. Yes, that's true too. And so. most importantly, at no charge, it's all free. Right, that's exactly right, Cal. Yeah. We we give all this stuff. That's for why free. we make so much money. <laughs> I'm just saying there are a lot of wah, a, lot of, a lot of programs. <laughs> a lot of programs you have to join their premium service. You know, not us. You're, Keeping you're, our day job. <laughs> you know what? Uh, we have had a number of people bring up to us, including some affiliates. Um, oh, you know, you've got to go <laughs> three by five. What's three by five mean? Three days a week. I mean, five days a week, three hours a day. Yes. And I said to myself, yeah, let's give up our lawyer jobs that we make money and feed our families for radio that is actually, you know, I guess they do make money, but it's kind of the top people, right? Just the top people. Which, of course, we would be. We're close. We would be right there. Cal. Yeah. Your check that you get every week for doing this? It is so big, Fred, that I had to buy a new pickup truck to haul my money to the bank. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) We do this for pure cash, love. Guys. We do this for pure love. We're going to talk about we're the, going to... the check that I get every every week is actually an emoji that Fred sends me via text message. It's yeah. just a check mark. Yeah, there you go. Check. Well, you're tr- you're trying to get Scarlett Johansson. You might get Scarlett Johansson to respond to you by being on the national. Got to swing for the fences, right? Got to yeah. swing for the fences. So if it's when people say to me, "Go big or go home," I say. You just don't know how much I really want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) We really appreciate you listening to us, everyone out there, 855-LAW-RADIO. And we're going to talk about uh, the serial killer supposed nurse. But Denise brought it up. She's right. I'm just trying to tease it. uh, You know, the nurse, it was a guy, is found guilty. So, um, and this is very interesting what happens. And we're going to discuss that. Police officers, uh, I mean, we're going to talk about a Colorado theme park. And then we're going to talk about Elizabeth Holmes' case. And the latest on the Kobe Bryant case or or Vanessa Bryant's against the sheriff department. This is really interesting, something that I deal with. And by the way, we deal with helicopter uh, accidents. It's sad, but uh, our firm does. And I'm right in the middle of one now. Um, And uh, Brittany and attorney-client privilege. This is very, very interesting what we're going to talk about. So anyway, but before that, uh, let's let's go into case or no case. Now it's time to play case or no case. All right. His name is John, John Majdok, a Milwaukee merchant who sets up seasonal sales of Halloween costumes and the like by setting up temporary shops, calling attention to them by getting a big, giant, inflatable pumpkin out in front. The shops call attention to themselves with this big pumpkin, and they never had any real issues until 2017, when John Majdok ordered a pumpkin from larger-than-life inflatables and another company to set up in front of his store in Milwaukee, a decor and costume shop there. And then came the rain and the wind. The pumpkin was destroyed due to heavy rainfall and wind and ruined Maj Doc's inventory. He said it was properly installed according to instructions. It's a blow-up pumpkin. They said it would all withstand weather and all of that. It didn't. So he sought compensation for his losses and said, can the killer pumpkin compensate me or the company from which I got it? Do I have a case or no case, Denise Dirks? What say you? This is so funny because it reminds me. I've got this big blow up snowman and I put it outside on the balcony outside of our our bedroom, which is kind of high. There's no houses behind us, so there's a lot of wind. You know, Denise, how you conduct your personal life is really uh, (laughs) – 
and the snowman was literally bent over the balcony, and it was then blown again. Then it was Denise, blown over. Denise, how, how you conduct your personal life is really is really none oh, of our business. You so. put yourself right into that oh, one, Denise. Man. Oh, Denise Dirks, blow up snowman bent over balcony. News at eleven. Let's go to the videotape, John. Here we go. Oh my goodness! But a pumpkin might be even funnier. <laughs> Oh, my, oh my gosh, word. the radios are being turned off. Tell us, let's tell us. Tell us what your answer is, Denise, other than your pumpkin and snowman problem. <laughs> I really hope it's a case, but unfortunately, I don't think it's a case, but I think it's a scenario. I do. Oh. I think it's a th- scenario, but not a case. I'm just picturing the snowman right now. I just, I can see your husband, Mike, going, Denise, what are you doing out there? Let, let me tell you something. The next time I hear somebody break... Do you want to build a snowman? I'm never going to think the same thing. Okay. And Denise Dirks, not I'm just adjusting the snowman, dear. <laughs> I mean, I can see her saying it blew over. Fell over. No, it was bent over the, the railing. And <laughs> Is that a carrot? No, it's just his nose. <laughs> the, the, the snowman doubled as the autopilot in the airplane movie, and wow. Which is hilarious. <laughs> So, so Fred, what do you think? Is this a We're case so off the rails or, or not a case? What doesn't do even matter. We got Denise taking us yeah, off the rails again. That's a good again. point, yeah. Hey, you know what? Cal, I know exactly. This is absolutely not a case. This is a scenario. I'm going to call this the makeup. Uh, the uh, This is makeup day. This is going to be the makeup uh, case or no cases day. And I'm going with the odds. This is made up. Cal, I don't even think it was a story, or I think it's just you just made this up. Okay, uh, Mr. Kunin, what do you think about the case of the mad, destructive pumpkin? So, Denise, you said no case, scenario, but no case? Yeah, so you don't try to just keep... Hold on, you know, hold on. So you, you, I, well, just don't, don't steal my thunder here, you snowman... <laughs> Bender over, bender over a salter. And Fred said no case. Cal, I'm going to give you a chance to earn points. Oh, boy. I'm going no case as well. Wow. So when we come back, Cal's going to see if he gets some points. And if this is a case, he gets points. But again, the snowman, bent over snowman a scenario is not involved. But we're talking about a blown up pumpkin. We'll be back after this. So you're telling me there's a chance. All right. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up right here. Don't go away. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road, quick, quick, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quick, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh Quick, quick, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Peekaboo. Peekaboo, smile. Smile, buddy. Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. (sighs) Yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby. I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at autismspeaks.org slash signs, or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Boys are weird. Now now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. She's probably trying to get him to call it off. I guess we're live, aren't we? We're we're talking about cases. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, Cal, you just jumped in on us. All right, so we're doing a case or no case about the pumpkins, and then Denise is opining and remembering about her snowman that was bent over. Um, that was her blow-up snowman. Such and happy memories. <laughs> happy memories for Denise, but we weren't on that. Denise, you can just keep that in your own mind. And Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> we're just talking about a pumpkin that was blown up, and the guy rented it, and it... Blew away, oh, blew away, and, and all fell That's apart damaged. because of the rain. Damaged, mm-hmm. and so he uh, sued and said, "Look, uh, I have this great Halloween only once a year. I get my business. I do this special Halloween business, and <laughs> and you ruined it." And then Denise still went off on the you know bent over uh, <laughs> rails. snowman rails. She's still talking about the bent over snowman, and we're still trying to focus on the pumpkin case. And so let's talk about the pumpkin case, Cal. What all do right. you think? Actually. This should be called claim and then case because a claim was filed against his insurance company. They gave him a six-digit settlement, and then they sued the House of Bounce and larger-than-life inflatables for manufacturer's flaws and defects, and they won over $150,000. That's a case. You win, gal. Case or no case? Yes. I, I, I'm curious if there's a technicality in the way that uh, no. in the way that Cal mentioned that because he said they gave him a six digit, not six figure. Six Where was the decimal point? <laughs> That's what I want to know. It was right in the middle of their right hand. Oh, oh, they gave him a one digit response, which he misinterpreted as them telling him he was number one. So he got the money, and then wow. the insurance company went after the company, and they yes. got their money. Yeah, and it all worked out, and that is. Wow. Wow. Okay, so next nice. I'm going to take you to another activity inside of a church where there's a little injury that occurs. So we'll talk about that next Well, hour. that rolls right into uh, the snowman thing. Case. Yes, it kind of <laughs> does. <laughs> we'll see what sort of story Denise can come up with on that one. And uh, Denise, so you know, that's that's a good one year worth of, of material for Todd now, you know. Oh, yeah, the snowman. It's gonna, it's gonna, All right. It's Thank an you. evergreen. It's going to go on forever. <laughs> and that is case... Or no case. Now back to the show. So my wife, uh, I, you know, talk. You know, I don't. I kind of keep my wife out of a lot of things. But she's a registered nurse, and I was talking to her about this case this morning, uh, as I was uh, re-reviewing it. And uh, and apparently, a Texas jury finally found this nurse uh, um, and convicted him of murdering four patients by basically injecting air into the arteries. Um, and my wife mentioned that in, in, in their heart patients, right? And so he would inject air in the arteries and they would die from it. And my wife mentioned, yeah, it's this, 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 you know, that's what happens and it'll kill you. You know, you put air through your arteries and then uh, apparently there were a number of, uh, you know, defense had its own testimony and, and, and the prosecutors had their own doctors testify and the defense actually, their doctor testified, well, you can't do that. You can't push air into uh, these individuals, uh, or at least the way that they were claiming. And then defendant was claiming at the hospital just using him as a scapegoat. But but he was convicted of murdering these uh, four poor guys that went in to have some heart surgery, right? And they come out, and they uh, apparently he puts the – Air into the veins and they die, and so uh, <clears throat> I, I know there's not a lot, not a, not a lot to talk about there. But so they call him the what mass murderer or serial killer nurse. Yeah, right? but the sad part is 
I mean, from we haven't heard all the whole story yet. And when it goes up in the Court of Appeals, we'll get a little more detail probably. But I don't know how they proved this. It almost is like um, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know, and because how do you prove that? Nobody times, saw him, though? but nobody saw him do it. Mm. They didn't have any experts saying this patient died of this, you know, air in their artery. They just said it was abnormal. You know what had happened to him? I I don't know. This one I think is going to get appealed. I just have the very strong feeling. Well, of course, I think you know a murder that isn't it automatically appealed. Todd? Well, it, it it depends. In the state of California, if somebody is given the death penalty, it's an automatic appeal. So a death penalty cases are automatically appealed and reviewed by the Supreme Court. Now, in this case here, the, the evidence um, essentially is – what was it? The Dr. William Yarborough was uh, one of the uh, – a Dallas area pulmonologist who said that he observed the brain scans and saw arterial damage in the brain scans of the four victims that would have come from, according to him – air in the bloodstream that went through the artery that caused the damage in the brain. Um, interestingly enough, have you ever heard of divers getting what's called the bends? Yes. And, and I'm a diver. And this is a similar phenomenon. So if, you, if you're breathing compressed air and you're down at what? 200 feet or wherever no, you're, you're, not, you're generally not going 200 so, feet. so but you're, you're say 100 well you know what i'm getting yeah so you're breathing compressed air and you're underwater at any depth um significant depth when you breathe that compressed air if you rise too quickly that yeah. air expands in the Boom. bloodstream and, and it gets air in your bloodstream yeah and it, and it causes air bubbles and mm -hmm. it causes damage and can lead to death right which is interesting to me that the defense would have an expert to say it is anatomically impossible for air to flow against the blood. And I'm thinking, look, anybody who's seen the movie Jaws 2 knows about the bends because it happened to that guy and put it on the radar. And every, and every diver knows about it. And it's the thing you, you know, worry about. That's interesting, about. Todd. I never thought of it that way because as a diver, that is exactly what the bends are or very similar to what the bends are. And so that, that could be the case uh, uh, here with this, uh, this uh, conviction. But I guess uh, with this conviction – he can get up to, I can't remember, was it the death penalty or yeah. what, 40 years? Death penalty or how many years? Do you guys remember how many years in Texas? I don't know. No, I don't know, but I do know that. Death um, penalty is the possibility. Right? If death penalty is um, or is found, then it's an automatic appeal in Texas. Yeah, so what it is is they have not uh, set his sentencing at this point. Well, so, so what they do, though, in a death penalty case is the first trial is guilt or innocence. Then they do another trial on whether or not they should impose. And this is one in California, at least, and I believe in Texas, one of the only times where a jury gets to weigh in on the sentence because the jury has to make the determination whether the death penalty should be imposed. That's awesome. We'll be back after this and we're going to talk about that uh, weird uh, theme park ride that like drops you down a mine. This is Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on many great radio stations across our great land. We'll be back. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. 
Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today i don't know what i do your car smells good and it's clean at quick quack car wash and i know this place right down the road quick 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 quack car, car, car wash quick quack car wash get the quick quack confidence huh? hop inside let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine get the quick quack habit take your car once a week just come and see i guarantee your ride will steal the show i like quick quack because of the mascot quackles come on so we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Is this real life? Oh, come on. Oh, stop it. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. Here we go. We're talking about a Colorado uh, theme park that has a ride called the uh, Mine Drop, the Haunted Mine Drop. Apparently it drops down a supposed mine or uh, similar to a mine. And, um, you know... There are certain immunities. Every state has, you know, different immunities for, or what's called assumption of the risks of rides. If you go into a theme park, going to a water park, you're assuming the risk. I love the ones that I hear about that. Oh, I bumped my head going down the water slide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm a plaintiff's lawyer, so right, I'm, I'm generally leaning toward the plaintiff's side. But this is this is kind of uh, tragic here. This is a six year old Colorado girl. They fell a hundred, you know, three, a hundred and ten feet, because and and she died because they didn't put her seatbelt on. She's six years old. She was actually found sitting on the seatbelt, and um, apparently there's been a problem in the past. They had uh, had some issues, and, and I do get it in this aspect. They're claiming they're claiming that the uh, uh, the young. Uh, Ride operators were not uh, very well trained, and you know, given the situation with COVID and finding good employees, it's it's hard right now uh, to find employees uh, because of, that's another story uh, that we're not going to discuss. But 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 I know most of the time, and I don't know the details on this ride, 
these rides to get insurance, and I do this as an attorney, I understand this, they're not going to insure you unless there are certain safety precautions and things that are they're trained very well. That is, the insurance company requires these trainings. And a lot of times, there are training companies out there that the insurance company says, unless you have XYZ training company come and certify you and train your people, we're not going to insure you. So the fact that this is the allegations by the plaintiffs doesn't necessarily mean they weren't trained properly. This just seems bizarre. They're claiming, the plaintiffs are claiming that the defendants or the employees just, you know, were actually physically inspecting everyone. You know how they look and say, lift this up or look at your, if you have a seatbelt on. Apparently, they're claiming that they didn't do that with this girl. Or they did walk across and they didn't see she didn't have a seatbelt. But a six-year-old, was she with anybody else? That's the question they, I don't know about. Yeah, that's – Was it, she with a mom or a and, dad? And, and that's, the, that's the question that I have because you know, I, I was looking into this a little bit. So Colorado apparently is a, uh, is a um, modified comparative negligence state. Yep. And and so the, the question that I have is – do they have any of those uh, if you're not this tall, you can't ride this ride type things? And usually – I mean – you have some people that say you can't get on, but if you're with your parents and the parents are like, okay, step on your tippy toes, daughter, do this. Just we'll try to get you in to have the uh, have the child ride the ride. You know, I, I'm, I'm wondering who was there. I can't imagine a six-year-old being unaccompanied at a theme park. I, I just yeah, I can't. That's, what I said. That, that's I, mind-boggling. And how do they not have a seatbelt on? I just don't – apparently she was sitting on top of the seatbelts. No. I just don't get that. And, and and the other thing is on a ride like this, look, look my, my, my son is 15, my daughter is 21. When they were six years old at their respective ages, oh, yeah. there's no way I'm putting them on a ride like this without me with them. That's one. Or with them or checking. I would, and, I would and, check everything. So, so, so that, that's the first thing is I'm not letting them ride the ride alone. So I'm going to be next to them, and that leads to the next point. I'm looking over. I don't care what the yahoo walking up and down the uh, you know, checking people is doing. I'm your parent. I'm looking to see if you're buckled in because I'm worried. And I just oh, – And again, it's still the liability. They still have to make sure they, that they, happens. They do. They, they do. do. But, but, but you're um, right. Imagine you're one. on an airplane and the stewardess walks by. Right? And there's a child next to a parent on the airplane. Is not the parent going to be the one that helps dig out the seatbelt and clip it onto the child as a general rule? Yeah, but Cal, I'm going to argue about that one. <laughs> that, they, they still, these guys have a higher fiduciary obligation okay. than anybody to make sure their things are safe and people are buckled properly. That's their job. They should have at least a couple of different, um, um, not just one person checking them, but multiple. So what a comparative negligence or modified even comparative negligence right. means is that any factor that is um, against the negligence of the person getting sued, despite so for this case, if the six-year-old had any factors that were against her, um, then she can only collect damages in proportion to the way that the other side is negligent, not hers. Hers would reduce it. And in Colorado, it appears to be if she was more than 50% negligent herself, she cannot con- recover. See, that sounds like a contributory negligence thing. Comparative negligence, just so you know, is it's the percent. So let's say your case is worth $100,000 and they find you as the plaintiff, the person that was injured, 10% at fault. You recover 90000 It's that simple. That's comparative negligence state. Contributory negligence states are if you as a plaintiff are suing and found 51% of all or 50.5% 
um, then you get nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's – I don't know what a modified comparative – I don't practice law in – actually, I do have a partner that practices law there that I could talk to. But that's interesting. It's a modified comparative. I just wonder, based on Cal's example of using the uh, the airline, if the steward, if the flight attendant comes by, uh, do they use the old? Well, okay, when riding this ride, like they announce in the airlines, make sure that you've secured the mask over yourself first before securing. Make sure that you've buckled yourself in first before working yeah. for the kids, because those admissions are everyone's for themselves. If you're an adult, save yourself first, then go for your kids. But so, here's the interesting thing, too. <laughs> Apparently, it has a buzzer that goes off when the, a seatbelt is not strapped on and it went off oh. and and he cleared it apparently the individual cleared it so wow. that's the allegations right these are the allegations are <laughs> that there are fail safes that a warning light or buzzer goes off and it went off and they cleared it so wow um, yeah well so, if that's true that's a horse of a different color isn't it i think it? so I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. those are the allegations it, it, the, another allegation was that she was sitting on top of right. her seat but and, and my question is given the nature of the accident that she came out as the plunge ha- how do you know she was sitting on top of it unless they got video that they somehow probably, that shows or, or whatever but i'll tell you they have video they i'll do. tell you right now there's I'd, video I'd, I'd, and I'd, she was screaming yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd just be curious to, you know, again, this is all the allegation phase. We still have discovery to go through right. and depositions and all this stuff. We'll, we'll see how this one turns out. This would out. be an interesting one that I would have uh, been interested in dealing with, but I'm not saying I'm Do you asking. think that the park has money? Well, usually they have insurance. Well, that's my point. Yes. Wouldn't they just settle for the insurance? Well, it depends. They've got to go through the discovery process and find out really what happened. I guess that's the thing. And, and then the question always becomes – you know, believe me, we deal with this all the time. We got trials coming up. It's like, well, yeah, you're a hundred percent at fault. Yeah, but the value is not where you think it is. And oh, by the way, they'll always try to find a little nuance in the in in why they're not at fault. Let's see, the police put you at fault, the NTSB put you at fault, everybody else put you at fault, your people admit at fault, and the experts put you at fault. Yeah, but you know what? It, it, believe me, it's just like, come on, guys, really. And then usually it comes down to the big argument. Usually is value. That's what it, it all comes down to money. Well, you know, the, the insurance company and the other parties don't want to pay as much as the plaintiffs want. And so the, that's why they have settlement conferences, mediations, and, and then, then that's why you have a jury. The, a, a jury of your peers are the ones that are going to determine what you should be paid as a plaintiff, if any, in, in a case. Right? I, I never realized personal injury law was so close to dating. It all comes down to money. Well, I I think the real issue here to me is that a child lost her life. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing here. That's, you know, that's the precipitating event. And that to me is like, wow, this is, you know. It's interesting that uh, people, just a little anecdotal thing, people always ask me and my, always say, well, how do you do what you do? Because we really do deal, and Denise, you do too, with very sad situations. and, And we handle a lot of death cases where people, Families left with the with uh, you know a funeral to go with their son, their daughter, their mom, dad, you know, friend, or I mean, or or whoever, and, and that's what we do. And it's difficult. You kind of have to put yourself uh, really in the think mode, right, Denise? You kind of just have to. You got you've got to focus. And people, you got to just do stay. It? You have to stay neutral. Stay number the one. course. Stay the course. Yeah, and and don't um, don't overinvest emotionally. 
Um, and sometimes you've got to be kind of cold and callous when you think about um, the facts. Right. You have and to it's be hard. You have to. I always put myself in defense counsel. What are they going to argue? A good lawyer will see one first look at what the other side's going to argue. Right. Because that's yep. what you want to know to be, be prepared to be able to combat it. So when we come back, we're going to talk about Theranos and uh, some very interesting things, including uh, Rupert Murdoch and what the latest testimony is. You're listening to Radio Law Talk, and we hope that you'll stay tuned because there's more Radio Law Talk coming right up right here. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 
That's 800-711-92. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. Worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Okay, man. This is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. you got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. you pay my fee i'll take your case oh come on this is radio law talk we're back to talk about uh, theranos if those of you who've lived under a rock which some people do sometimes i live under a rock is a in the bay area of course we're in 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 california here so this was and i actually have an office uh, small office down in uh, Santa Clara County, and this is near where this Theranos was. And Elizabeth Holmes is a well-known uh, lady that started a business uh, that supposedly she didn't like needles, so she wanted to have a machine that basically took your finger prick and just a drop or two of blood that was able to diagnose and do a lot of things uh, that you have to, that, that, that you can do now, but you have to take like those little pints of blood. I mean, I, I love it when I go there and they stick you in the, I hate it. I just, like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I hate it. Like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. They stick you in, blah, and they got this little pint. Oh, it's not quite coming out fast enough. I'm like, oh, you know, and then, then they're pulling the little pint thing off and they put another one on and. I'm like, uh, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. You know, it's just so for her, she's saying, Let, let's just do it with a few drops of blood. And everybody's excited about this. And she came from Stanford uh, one year. She was one year at Stanford and she was like 19 years old and said, I'm going to invent this and, and get this thing taken care of and, and, and get this machine going and started Theranos. And uh, to make a very long story short, that people bought into it and people invested in it, including Murdoch, uh, put in about a hundred and what 125 million into it, uh, and and then so did Walgreens, and um, they had a, a lot of employees and engineers and and staff that were uh, and medical people that were working on this big project to that's going to basically uh, uh, launch uh, the new way to uh, find out about uh, information by just looking at a few drops of your blood. Now, what happens is um, the first thing is. There's a lot of people within their actual employment that were saying, this really isn't working too well. 
and um, she gets investors to invest a lot of money. And um, at one point, I believe Forbes valued her company and her as one of the richest young entrepreneur uh, techs, uh, ladies, but uh, valued it at $9 billion. And then later on, once everything, all the house of cards fell, they basically said she was worth nothing. So Forbes went from $9 billion to nothing. Talk about an interesting life where you're worth $9 billion, or at least she might not be because I'm sure she sold some stock off, but a $9 billion company to nothing, like overnight. And it was about uh, some individuals from Murdoch's company that went ahead and kind of investigated and found out, man, this may not be true, and then opened the lid on this. So now what's happening is the prosecutors in San Jose, California, which is Santa Clara County, are prosecuting her, uh, trying to claim that that she basically uh, defrauded people and and uh, and said, look, there's uh, we're, we're going to prosecute you for 12 counts of, of uh, defrauding investors um, is basically what they're bringing, and that she can face up to 20 years if convicted. So what's the latest and going on, guys? The, the, who's up there right now is one of the top engineers, right? Yeah, it's one of her um, employee, former employees, and they're basically testifying for the prosecution against her. And they're saying that a lot of the claims that were made um, were not legitimate claims, that she was warned um, about some of the problems that they had. One of the problems was in the blood draw itself because it was just a prick of the blood. You only got a certain quantity of blood. So if something came up unusual, there was no way to take a second look at that blood because it wasn't enough for a second test. And that was one of the drawbacks to – in fact, that would be a major drawback, especially if the representation is all we need is one prick of your finger, right? Right. Particularly in the Rupert Murdoch case – he said, how's my test results coming along? And she said, well, how are they, team? And privately, they told her, well, we don't have enough blood to do that test. Right. Well, the second test because yeah. he did one and his CO2 was really high, yeah. which was unusual, and they didn't have enough blood to retest it. Well, so far, so far, most, I, most of the evidence that I have heard that they're bringing against – that the government's bringing against – uh, Holmes is, well, this language was found in a PowerPoint that was put in a presentation. This language was on a website yeah. that came back. This language was here. And I'm sorry, I, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but I keep going back to this, which is there's one thing that you say when you're trying to get investors and it's the pitch and everything like that. It's like, you know, you, you get invited, you get invited, you, you ever have those, you, come spend a weekend in beautiful Miami. All we ask is that you, is that you sit through this presentation where we talk to you about timeshares and you too can enjoy it and all this stuff. But, and you even go to the presentation, they have those there, but. You got to read the fine print, and you're still on the hook for it to see exactly what warranties, what representations are made. And all I've seen so far in the in the Holmes case is the equivalent of the pitch to please come hear our timeshare uh, uh, example, our, our timeshare presentation. Where is the 
Look, I understand your concerns because the research that you did indicated that our machines don't quite have this kind of capability, and I can assure you 100%, sir, that they do. And if that's all you need to send me a $75 million check, then good. You have my assurance that the machine will do that. There's nothing like that that they're presenting. And, and I want them to get Rupert Murdoch, who put $125 million into this company. Get him on the stand. He's on the list to, for, has, to testify. He, he's a governmental witness, but you know, government, they, they subpoena everybody whose name shows up in a report and they don't call most of them. Right. But I want to see Rupert Murdoch get up there and, and say, yes, I am a savvy business investor. I do this and I have made millions and I, I, I made empires and destroyed empires and I'm great. And, and I dropped $125 million because I had a, a great dinner and a couple of emails with somebody that told me that this could do it. I, I want him to say that and say that that's the level of acumen and, and and energy he puts into making business investments. Yeah, you'd like to see what reasonable diligence that yeah. he did in, in investigating his investment. Yeah, what did you do? I think a lot of them did do, but I, I'm going to just uh, – this is my opinion. It's not a fact, by the way. I'm, I'm, I believe a lot of them didn't do as much as they normally do. I think they clearly did some. But I think there was such hype going on because I remember when this was going on. I, living in this area and practicing law in the Silicon Valley, I, I knew everyone was talking about this. And this was the hot new thing to do and this was the, the biggest, you know, big future and you're going to make billions doing it. And guess what? I always say this. Uh, you know what? It's called, like you say, venture capital yes. and it's a risk. And you have to sign off generally if you invest a large amount of money that you've – got the wherewithal to financially handle this and that you've done your due diligence, right? Exactly. It, it, it there's a Far Side cartoon out there where some spiders had spun this web at the base of a slide where kids come down. And one, slide, one spider's looking at the other and says, look, I know it's a long shot, but if this works out, we'll live like kings. <laughs> and, and, and I feel like this is the same thing. Yeah, it's a long shot. And, and with the hype you're talking about, there are probably a lot of people going, well, maybe or maybe not, but I want to get on this because it, for Rupert Murdoch to drop $125 million, yeah, uh, and Walgreens. Th that's that's like me dropping a hundred bucks. I mean, the guy's worth but let's, a lot. Let's think about Rupert Murdoch. This is a guy from Fox News who had some issues with females. I expect there may have been a little of smart, cute woman here. Sure, here's some money. I mean, you've got to consider that is a possibility sometimes when the due diligence doesn't get done. Man, I just don't think Murdoch has that. I know he's got power. But he's got people underneath him that do that due diligence, and they're going to make sure. Wait a minute, Rupert. Let me. I'm looking into this. This is what we're showing. I I I just don't see him doing that just on a whim. How long has the Holmes trial been going on? At least two weeks. Right. Right. Maybe three. No, longer than that. And, and yeah, probably longer than that. And so far, most of the communications, the evidence that's come out that we've heard about. PowerPoints, websites, things like that. Show me the details where certain guarantees and promises were made. And I think that if that's there, we'd have seen it by now. We it's haven't. not. It's not. I, I, anyway, so it's just they've got to find a scapegoat, and, and she's the one. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about the Kobe Bryant case and Britney Spears. Hang on. Put your seatbelt on. I always say tighten it down, man. Just pull that seatbelt really tight. We'll be back.
Listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-882-2093. 800-882-2093. 800-882-2093. That's 800-882-2093.